This is CryptoCore Radio, discussing the ideas, people, and projects building the new digital economy. Get the latest on blockchain technology and cryptocurrency updates with your host, Loops. Hello and welcome to Core Radio. This is Lutz coming to you live. Uh, today we have uh, a, a quick AMA. Uh, we call this one uh, the Crypto Quickie. Uh, an AMA with, with JL777 from Komodo answering some questions from the crowd that I have taken. Uh, we have quite a few questions, so I'd like to get through this. I don't want this to be very long for you guys. Uh, just some quick questions people had that I want to, uh, you know, to get answered for people. So uh, let's get to, let's get to the first question. So at this point, uh, let, let's talk about Komodo. Komodo is trading at around thirty thousand to thirty-five thousand. Uh, seems to be the floor, and uh, seems to be cruising at that floor for a while. Uh, so I'll take that as it's low. Uh, so if you wanted to get in, probably now is a good time. Uh, also, I wanted to uh, give a shout out to Neos, which uh, did pretty well last night. If you guys listened to me, uh, I was telling you to buy at 70,000, 80,000, still looking good. Uh, it went all the way up to 160. Uh, take a look at that when you get a chance. Neos is a good project. The developer is what I invested, not the project. The developer is the project most of the time. So you'll see JL77 is the developer of. Uh, Komodo alongside many other developers in Komodo like Gruul Satinder and CA333 so uh, it's not the projects I invest in it's the developers behind it Uh, you'll see many times a developer doesn't know what he's doing uh, makes the project kind of shady right how's this guy gonna do anything with the project you know like there's a lot of coins out there you'll see they end up leaving the project it's very very common to see that uh, because they can't find a developer to continue working on their idea or existing blockchain. Uh, at this point in time, uh, let's get started with the questions for Komodo and the Supernet people. Uh, we have a question from Harvester. Uh, there is a rumor that Basilic mode is not safe. Why? Does it send my password to remote server or what? Something less alarming, I hope. Uh, JL77, can you chime in and uh, tell us, you know, answer these questions for these pe- these guys here, the, the community? Because uh, we got quite a few questions here. Uh, so when you get a chance, chime in. It is not as reliable as using native mode. It does local signing. Password is never sent to remote server. And you need to click update to get updated data. All right, so native mode is the most reliable. Very cool. All right, guys. Uh, 4X Trader, how many other devs are there? Six full-time and a few more part-time. Some devs are doing server-side things. All right, so you said six full-time? That, I, I think there's more than that. There's a lot of, there's a lot of workers in, uh, you know, as being me part of the team, there are a lot of workers in the Supernet team. Uh, a lot of them are consultants. 
uh, that work closely with them or uh, sort of like core group uh, if you guys haven't heard of core group go to coregroup.info and uh, you'll see what our project is all about uh, it's you know we, we've been we've been doing this for a very long time uh, so yeah that's a, that's a good amount of people so the swing wallet uh, I believe this okay Forex trader is saying understandable I have no problem using Komodo D I just think for larger adoption there needs to be a bug free GUI option so just wanted to know what sort of time frame we seeing to, to get this done some devs are doing server side things we didn't raise enough funds in the ICO to go and hire a large dev staff as you know that burns through money really fast our priority is long-term financial viability and developing within the resources that can be managed long-term. The Swing Wallet should be very close to the bug-free version with simple functionality. A PTY trader has a question. He says, isn't there a new version coming out soon? I thought CA33 mentioned he was working on an update. If we had all the tech working flawlessly, KMD would already be at a billion market cap. These delays are helping our early adopters. A Forex trader comes back. He says, uh, only he says uh, I agree JL77 1 billion cap is well within reach for Komodo only if there is a bug free software though uh, I think he's talking about the wallet uh, but I feel reassured knowing the rest of the team is working and I understand it is no simple task better that the bugs are in the GUI and the core is bug free than the other way around with Jumbler and Dex inching toward completion the visibility of KMD will start increasing even more, but we will have a whole new round of GUI complaints about the decks to deal with, so there is still plenty of time to buy during the buggy times. This is a marathon, always has been. It is quite complex and never been done before, so impossible to know any absolute dates. All we can do is keep making steady progress, and at some point, the scope of what is working well keeps increasing. A Forex trader says, yes, I, I have heard talk of Jumbler and Dex, uh, which is partly why I was inquiring about the state of the GUI, as in my, f in my fairly basic understanding, I was assuming the GUI would be needed to interact with these features, at least for most users. That is why I designed Jumbler to use smart addresses, where you just send funds to a special address and it automatically does the Jumbler to a new address. So can it be used for any wallet? Iguana will need to be running, but as long as it's running, then you can send via any means to the smart address for DEX. You're right, we'll definitely need some sort of GUI, but at first, we will just do a shapeshift level form. V3Miner chimes in, he says, uh, seems like it would be better to automatically create three to, find, three to five jumbler destination addresses to fully defend against knapsack. I will cap output to any single jumbler address so when it overflows, it goes into a new address. I think about a 10 BTC cap per jumbler is good. But with KMD price going up so fast, it is hard to calibrate if to cap at 1 BTC. Then there will be so many jumbler addresses, will be hard to manage, and mistakes will be made by user. So it is a trade-off as it is. You can limit the amount per jumbler destination simply by limiting how much you put in. Hey, V3Miner asks, uh, I've, I've been meaning to ask, is Jumbler a function of a gamma, iguana, 
or can it be handled fully in Komodo D? So I am not worried about knapsack attack on the destination. It could be handled fully inside Komodot, but I am reluctant to put it inside Komodot itself. He says he understands. Think of the jumbler core as the engine. Still need some stuff around it to make it optimal, if to think about it. Managing the total funds flowing into address is not really at the jumbler core level with GUI support to fund addresses. It is easiest to put it at that level to not fund more than the total limit per jumbler address. V3 Miner says uh, when it does the initial T to Z transaction, is the change supposed to end up in a different address? Well, that depends on how Komodod was launched. If launched with PubKey, 02 or 03, then it will put change to that address that the SECP PubKey refers to. And for proper jumbler operation, that is required. Now we have a question from Colo. Colo says, what's the benefit of higher hash rates when we have mining dedicated to 64 notaries? Depow security is strong. Most hash rate makes another layer of network security stronger. POW layer. Higher hash rate is good due to the higher hash rate making it harder because it is more secure with a higher hash rate. If the hash rate is low, then anybody can make multiple blocks quickly at any time, especially during free-for-all. The free-for-all calibrates the hash rate to actual hash rate. So the more actual hash rate there is, the more secure things are since there is more hash rate. All right, we have someone called, uh, his name is Komodo Investor, so I'm, I'm guessing he invests in Komodo. I heard a good talk on ZK, uh, on ZS Snarks. I'm sorry, let me say that again. I heard a good talk on ZS Snarks and how it is only second generation. Can you describe if Komodo is running and yet needs to fork or apply completely different cryptography systems over it? Can it happen? Dear Komodo investor, if needed to, Komodo can hard fork. In fact, for the next election's results, we will likely hard fork to a new version with the updated notaries, along with any other changes that need to be hard forked. By having an activation date in the future, you can hard fork without too much disruption, as people are updating on a regular basis anyway. Bitcoin could have hard forked to 2MB long ago, with an activation date three months in the future. I am sure any active Bitcoin user would gladly update their wallet to help solve the text backlog and the crazy high fees. All right, very cool. I have a question. Uh, when, when will the elections take place for, for the notary notes? Also, uh, before you answer that, what will they do for Komodo? Next year, new slate of notaries. So will, be, will there be another 64 nodes or will there be 128 for this next election? No. Oh, I see. So the newly elected nodes will run the same 64 nodes. Just new, just new owners of those nodes. Am I right? Not exactly. KMD identifies notaries by pubkey. There will be a special set of 64 pubkeys that are the pubkeys from the election winners. Currently, notary nodes are mining about $2,000 per month, and the costs are under $500 per month. So there is the financial incentive, but a notary operator helps secure KMD and enables it to have better services. So a lot of notaries were doing it without much any compensation, you know, just to help. Oh wow, that, that's a that's a really good payout. Uh, would would the elected individual uh, need any special skills, expertise, and security and whatnot? Well, the, the way I was figuring it, if you're gonna run a notary, 
you know, I imagine it, it would involve a dedicated VPS, you know, with at least 128 RAM and a good security, right? Yes. A dedicated server must be at least 64 gigabytes RAM and 500 gigabytes SSD was the minimum spec last time. There is a lot of historical info on the election process from last time. Those are, that answers my, my questions. Uh, we have V3 Miner again. He says, uh, will the knapsack problem affect Jumbler? Uh, I think they're starting to talk, uh, th that development talk that, that we're all pretty shy of. Uh, but I guess, I guess you would have to look it up, see what a knapsack problem is in the development world. Uh, so V3 wants to know, will the knapsack problem affect Jumbler, James? I thought about the knapsack issues a bit more. It seems I was more clever than I remembered. The Jumbler core is nearly stateless, so it just gets more runtime and checks to see if there is anything to do. It randomly chooses T becomes Z, Z becomes Z, or Z becomes T mode. If it is silent running and in the Z becomes T or some random coin flips, it skips the turn. So we can imagine a stream of T becomes Z chunks in sizes of 100, 1000, 10,000 KMD being slowly converted to Z becomes Z chunks of the same size, which finally ends up in the T address from the last Z becomes T. Now, if there is a precise one-to-one -one preservation of the order, the Z becomes T pieces arrive as compared to the initial T becomes Z stream. The randomization of the three phases actually helps to correlate as each stream would get a unique pattern. So, by randomizing the initial phases, it requires to randomize the order the chunks are processed, which I will be adding. However, I realize that Jumbler Core is using whatever the currently logged in address is to calculate the final Z becomes T address. What that means is that by just logging into a variety of accounts during the Jumbler process, you will end up with just small amounts scattered among the jumbler destinations derived from the variety of accounts. Try to knapsack that. Actually, I already had randomized the order of processing a little at the Z becomes Z and Z becomes T stages, but I can make it a lot more random. Okay, now both T becomes Z and Z become T stages are fully randomized using high entropy random selection out of all of the eligible transactions to do. Even if the sizes were deterministic, it should not matter, but the sizes are also non-deterministic, but not high entropy. With the property that becomes Z becomes T, arrives in addresses based on the passphrase, combined with the randomized sizes and sequences of the Z turning back to T, it seems quite difficult to correlate if a user had a daily passphrase and seven different addresses he uses, i.e., he can just add Monday, Tuesday, to his normal passphrase based on what day it is. I think we need to provide guidance on the largest amount that should end up in any single address, and as long as people follow that, it all blends in. And how far along are you with the decentralized exchange? It's not pretty, but the basics are in place for native DEX. I have a few bugs to fix and enhancements to make, but it is in the final phase of core development. Still needs work to make creating an LP node easier but the hardest parts are complete. There will be a surprise new functionality that gives the native DEX a fundamental advantage over central exchanges. Not just the fact that you control your own funds, but a much more day-to-day -day useful advantage. I really, bro? You're not going to tell me? It is something centralized exchanges can't do. 
but being native atomic swap cross-chain communication protocol-driven DEX can do. I, he I heard from the grapevine that you have a, a one-click easy trading button. The one-click easy trading will be later, especially as trading itself isn't so easy without being a DEX. With DEX, you are trading UXO, pairs, and without abstracting that away, it is right there to confuse the user. If it is abstracted away into some total balance, then all the issues of which UTSO that wallets will have to deal with need to be solved. So I took the path of just exposing the UTSO-ness of the DEX, and this led me to a realization of the possibility of a significant advantage over central exchanges. But first, I need to prove the concept this weekend that it can be done, and when there is a GUI that supports this new feature, I will announce what it is, and the market can evaluate how significant it is. All right, guys. Uh, very cool. So, so a, a little update. Uh, that one-click easy trading button, uh, I, I didn't just hear from the grapevine. Now we know is a method of uh, putting one coin down on, uh, on multiple coins. I believe they're calling it the market maker. Uh, this is something that is really going to bring Komodo to the light. So if you haven't invested, in, you probably want to just, you know, maybe put, put a little bit in there, you know. I'm not, I'm not telling you how to trade. Uh, I just think that this is a great utility. I mean, if, if you could use the same Bitcoin to put a buy on multiple different types of crypto, and whichever one hits, you know, you know it hits, and then, and then you get that, the, you know, the, that particular crypto with... Uh, you know, with that one Bitcoin that, that you're trying to buy it with, you know, and then you, you got it for the price you wanted, right? So, so I don't think anything has that feature out there. Uh, I, I know Quantaloo, Quantaloo uh, has a good trading platform, but uh, it doesn't have a feature where you could use the same crypto that you own, the, the, you know, the same investment crypto that you're planning on putting down to buy something you can't use it on multiple cryptos at the same time so i'm guessing as soon as it uh it buys this one the, the one that you want you know all the other orders auto automatically shut off that's pretty crazy i mean that's uh that seems like a feature that only a decentralized exchange could give you because a regular exchange can't do something like that uh i know there's a lot of uh cryptos out there people that that you know, are saying that they have a true decentralized exchange and maybe they processed one or two orders and uh you know they got one or two you know transactions to go through i uh, we we here at komodo uh we've gotten a lot more than that through uh we are the true decentralized exchange uh, i say we because i'm part of their marketing team with corgroup.info uh, we we do the marketing uh, side of things. Uh, we will re be ramping up the marketing very soon because you know, of course, we want to see uh, finished and polished uh, you know technologies first. So there's no point in ramping it up at the moment. Uh, but you know, people in the know should definitely know what SuperNet Komodo is doing. Uh, it is one of my favorite projects. Uh, aside from uh, a couple other projects you've heard me mention in the past. Uh, you'll also check out uh, 
I am doing judgment interviews lately. Uh, please, uh, if you haven't chimed into those, uh, I will use a special picture just for those type of interviews. Uh, it's more along the lines of me hardcore asking them questions about their ICO and you being the judge. I'm not going to state any opinions. I really don't care. Uh, you know, I'm not, I, if I invest, I'm not going to tell you about it. Uh, it's, it's up to you to judge. So, uh, and this is all the ICOs on the Waves platform. Uh, you know, we are also partnered with Waves and uh, we do marketing for them also. So coregroup.info if you need some marketing, uh, check out the packages and, uh, you know, just put an order in. You can use BTC and, you know, we'll get the job done ASAP. Uh, there's a lot of good people on our team. We have writers, we have graphics people, we have, uh, you know, developers for the website. So, uh, a lot of people in the core group, that info team. We also have a token, which at this point, if you have not sent your old core group tokens from the NXT exchange to exchange it for the new Waves token, please do so. Uh, do not procrastinate. Uh, I believe there will be a cutoff date to do this so uh, get that done uh, get your waves token uh, which is uh, core group that's the name of the coin the coin the token on the waves platform core group uh, make sure make sure you get it the wallet is very easy to install very I, I think amongst the top easiest wallets to install waves is the one uh, so easy all right, fellas, thank you for joining me today. I love you all. And this is Lutz signing out. Supernet aims to give people their power back through technology by no longer needing to rely on third parties, such as exchanges, banks, and services, giving you privacy at the same time. Supernet Technologies is the most anonymous technology being worked on currently, with a team of developers working diligently daily. Supernet aspires to be a creative, innovative, state-of-the-art solutions provider, which provides individuals opportunity, personal satisfaction and value. You can find out more at www.supernet.org and join our Slack with over 2,500 people.